Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. Hi, this is Dr. Connie Casebolt with Wellness by Design, powered by Forum Health. If you're watching this, it's because you're a woman who's decided to be proactive and take that first step in inquiring about hormone replacement therapy. So hormones start to go south after the age of 30, but they go down in an uneven fashion. The first hormone that we might start losing is testosterone. So symptoms of low testosterone might include low libido, which can definitely affect a relationship, maybe losing that power, that drive to want to get out there and do things, or maybe just feeling kind of blah and low energy. The next hormone that might go south is progesterone. So normally we produce progesterone mid-cycle after we ovulate, but if you have a life that has a lot of stress in it, even if you do ovulate, the progesterone may go down, or you may start having anovulatory cycles, meaning you're not ovulating in your 40s. You might still have a period, but it's not accompanied by that rise in progesterone. So getting low progesterone in your late 30s and 40s actually has health implications. It's associated with that increased risk of breast cancer that women have in their 40s. So low progesterone means higher risk of breast cancer. And then, of course, all women eventually are going to go through menopause, either surgically because you've had your ovaries removed or naturally around the age of 50. And while I will admit that going through menopause is natural, it's not healthy. We need those hormones. We have hormone receptors in our brains, heart, the urogenito tract, our bones. So many of our organs depend on having this nice ongoing supply of hormones in order to stay healthy. So when I hit menopause, I had to make a choice. Was I gonna let nature take its course and finish out the final third of my life with no hormones or was I at least going to get educated about it? So I chose to learn more. I went to a bunch of hormone conferences and realized that it was in my best interest, not just for how I felt, but for my, my, my brain, my heart, my bones, everything in my body to keep myself supplied with natural hormones. So let's talk about the difference in hormones and then the different methods that we can use to replace those. those. Uh, so first of all, I wanna establish a difference between synthetic hormones and bioidentical. So a great example of synthetic hormones is the birth control pill. Uh, very synthetic, both the estrogen and the progesterone. Uh, another example of a synthetic hormone is Provera, which is a synthetic version of progesterone. So both natural progesterone and Provera accomplish the goal of preventing the uterus from being overstimulated by estrogen. In that regard, they are similar. However, in all other aspects, they are polar opposite. So progesterone, for example, protects against heart attacks protects the bones from developing osteoporosis, helps to prevent blood clots and strokes. Provera, on the other hand, 
encourages the demineralization of the bones. In other words, osteoporosis. It actually is um, a factor in having breast cancer develop or progress more blood clots. So they're polar opposite in that regard. So we normally do not use Provera in our practice. Um, so we want to use bioidentical hormones because they're so much more beneficial. Now, the other method is how do you take hormones? So a lot of women have taken estradiol or Premarin. And by the way, Premarin is a synthetic uh, estrogen. It's derived from pregnant mare's urine, hence the name Premarin. Uh, so it's bioidentical for horses, but it's synthetic to the human body and it's way too strong. Uh, so we want to use bioidentical, but we also want to take them correctly. We don't want to swallow estrogen. When you swallow either estrogen or testosterone, the liver does some biotransformation and it can create a harmful byproduct. So in the case of estrogen, much more likely to have blood clots. With testosterone, the blood clots don't happen per se, but it's damaging to the liver. So we don't want to be prescribing oral testosterone or estrogen. So how can we do this if we're not swallowing a pill? Well, we can do topicals, which are not my favorite because the absorption is erratic. So that's probably my least favorite way of administering hormones. We can do a troche, which can be good. So a troche is um, kind of like a gummy bear, gelatin-based gummy bear, that goes under the tongue and then it dissolves there. So it's, most of it's being absorbed into the bloodstream under the tongue. A little bit is swallowed, but not enough to cause any problem. So trochees are a good method. Uh, we generally prescribe them at bedtime. They can, we can put all three hormones into there. So we can put the natural progesterone, the bioidentical estradiol, as well as the testosterone, and they can go under the tongue at bedtime. The advantages of a troche, we can change the formula on a dime. Um, they're a little bit less expensive, maybe totally about 25% less expensive than our pellets, which I'll discuss next. Um, the problem with the troche is we cannot guarantee a therapeutic blood level, and there's going to be an up and down because you're only taking them once a day. Um, but that is an acceptable method. The method that I love and far prefer and that I have personally used myself for the past 10 plus years are pellets. So what are pellets? Pellets are bioidentical estrogen and testosterone. They're about the size of a grain of rice. Obviously they're sterile because we implant them into the upper outer quadrant of the buttocks where there's a nice fat layer uh, in a painless procedure, takes about five minutes uh, and normally they last about three months. So we put the pellets in, they raise your blood level, and then you're going to be steady state for about three months, at which time we bring you back in, draw your blood, measure your levels, and put a fresh set of pellets on the other side. So I've had this done both sides every three months for the past 10 plus years. And I can personally attest to the efficacy and feeling great all the time, which is wonderful. Uh, in fact, a lot of women feel better with pellet therapy than they, than they did when they were premenopausal, and that's because there's no monthly fluctuations. We can keep everything steady state. So with pellet therapy, we're gonna put estrogen and testosterone, for most women, in the pellet, 
And then the third hormone, progesterone, is perfectly safe to swallow. So we give you a prescription for bioidentical progesterone, which you can get at any pharmacy. You take it at bedtime because it helps with sleep. And that is our trifecta of all three hormones given naturally. So with this introductory video, you and I can have a further discussion about which method you prefer, and we can help you achieve the health that you like and also age gracefully without having to go through the night sweats and the hot flashes and the insomnia and the brain fog and the low libido and all of these symptoms that women get when they are going through menopause. So I look forward to speaking with you personally soon and thank you for watching this video. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.